everyone. Welcome back. You are listening to Courageous Self-Love, the official podcast for the self-love revolution. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes. And today's episode, I am really, really excited for this one. Self-love and human design. Ooh. <laughs> I have an expert on human design here, Mary Jo Rathgebs. I like to say ooh because before I heard about it, it was kind of like, what is that? And some of you might know this, I am an assessment junkie. Like I am literally addicted to them. Like if you have a paid or a free assessment that helps me to get to know about myself and other people, like I am taking it and I become the wannabe expert in it. I do all this research and I tell everyone about it. So a lot of my close friends make fun of me because when I say there's this new assessment that I took and they're always like, well, of course you did. That's why human design piqued my interest because it's another, I wouldn't call it an assessment because it's so much more than that, but it's another one of those things, one of those modalities that you can use to really understand yourself better, how you operate, and also understand other people better. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. But here's the thing with human design. It's complicated. And I, as much of a, like as much of in the rabbit hole as I can get with assessments and learn a lot and even be able to teach about it eventually, human design was like the one thing that I just could not wrap my tiny brain around. I just, I I would get a little bit of information and then I would confuse myself. Enter Mary Jo. Thank goodness. We met at a retreat and uh, she knew a thing or two, which is definitely um, an understatement. She knows so much about this system. She's studied it a lot and has just helped me understand it so much. So I brought her here for all of you to help you understand this amazing system and how it can help you. So thank you so much, Mary Jo, for being here. You're welcome. I'm so excited for this. So just to really like jump right in and, you know, I know it's really complex and it it helped me when you explained to me why it was so complex because it like combines all these different things. Mm -hmm. So just in a nutshell, what is human design and why should we care? about it. <laughs> well, I mean, in a, in a nutshell, if you really drill it down to its most basic, um, you know, what it is, its essence, I would really call it an awareness tool. And I would also actually call it an acceptance tool. Because when you understand your own human design, and the design of other people in your life, whether that's your partner, or your kids, your husband, your business colleagues, clients, it really helps you to understand and accept not only yourself, but them as well. And part of the reason why it is so complicated is because it is a synthesis of Mm -hmm. all these different ancient wisdom traditions, you know, like astrology and the I Ching and the Kabbalah and the chakra system. And then you add to that, you know, like modern science with the, you know, like your DNA and quantum science and it's just layer upon layer upon layer of information absolutely it's so 
funny because every time I hear, because I've heard you kind of explain it in that way with all, like, all the different wisdoms that are combined. And every time I hear you explain about it, I'm just like, that's a lot. And it's no wonder that it's complicated to understand. And it, it, mm-hmm. there's so many different layers. And because there's so many different layers, just for you listening, we're only going to dip our toes because we, we, we only got like a little bit of time. And Mary Jo's been studying this for weeks or has it been weeks or months or months, oh, years, years, yeah. years. Okay. So Mary Jo's been studying this for years and we have a, a few minutes here. So we're just going to dip our toes. And before we kind of go into that, I love that you said it's an awareness and an acceptance tool. Mm. Can you mm-hmm. tell me just a little bit more about that? What sure. Is an awareness and acceptance tool? Yeah, yeah. So, so basically the reason that I say that is because when you actually start to understand even, you know, the most basic things like what your type, strategy, and authority are, um, suddenly your whole life makes sense and things that you, you know, know about yourself and probably either used to like judge yourself for or beat yourself up about why can't I do this? Or why is it so hard for me to do that? Suddenly you're like, Oh my God, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm completely fine. Just the way I am. It's just how I'm designed. And when you understand that, you can just relax into the fact that that's who you are and how you're designed and accept yourself and yeah. just lose the judgment. And there's also, when, once you accept that, like the first step is that acceptance, but then there's also like tools and, and strategies and things that you can use now that you understand some, like something deeper about yourself to right. like really utilize your design to the fullest possibilities. Yes. 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 And that's, and that's why actually, that's why I called it the awareness and acceptance because the awareness piece is Mm. like sort of learning about it and being like, Oh, okay. I have awesome insight about it. But then the acceptance piece is the, you know, that really learning to work with your type and your strategy and your authority and just like really just relax into it and just have fun and start really being able to trust that you're going to be able to make decisions. You're going to be able to find right opportunities for yourself and life just gets so much easier. Yeah, it so does. I can speak from personal experience to that awareness and acceptance. And I love also Mary Jo that you said, even when you learn the most basic thing. And I think that Mm -hmm. was, that was the thing that definitely had me say, I have to do a reading with you because Mm -hmm. you helped me understand some very basic elements of my design And that already freed up so much energy and understanding and self-love for me, Mm -hmm. helping me understand how my energy works, like why I feel really hyped up during these moments, but then really sad and like almost depressed during other moments or how my creativity flows or how my ideas and intuition flows. And then also like how I interact with my partner and Mm -hmm. It's just, it was, it's just so freeing and, and so amazing. And I'll share more details, you know, when we kind of go through the, the different types and things, but I want to hear for you, Mary Jo, like what the awareness and acceptance that opened up for you. 
Okay. Um, so, so basically I am a, you know, what's called a, a one, three projector and that's my, the profile one, three and the type projector. And for a projector, which is about 20% of the population, you know, we're here to, you know, guide the energy of other people, but we have what's called a strategy of waiting to be invited. And it's, not something that is easy um, to do, <laughs> you know, in this day and age where it's like, you know, just go do it, make things happen, you know. And my whole life I've been like, you know, why can't I initiate things? Why, you know, and or even as simple as, you know, being in a meeting, let's say you're in some kind of meeting with like 10 people and you're brainstorming ideas and, and I would be like throwing something out and be like, hey, what about that? Okay. And then everyone would kind of like look at me like I was invisible and, um, and then keep talking. And then like 10 minutes later, someone else in the group would have the exact same idea. And everyone's like, Oh, that's such a great idea. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. I said that 10 minutes ago and you all, and just everyone's like, like I don't know. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, because if I blurt it out and just, you know, say something that's on my mind and no one has asked me, what I think or want to hear what I have to say, they're not going to hear me or they're not going to like take it in. And so learning yeah. that one piece, <laughs> you know, did that free up like, a lot of like life force yes. for you? <laughs> yes. It freed up a lot of, um, you know, sort of judgment and resentment, really bitterness, mm. uh, you know, sort of the, the negative emotion associated with projectors. And, and it was really eye opening and life changing. Thank you for sharing that. And even hearing, you know, projectors are only 20% of the population. So it's not the majority. So I no. can imagine that makes it even more difficult to have this resentment and bitterness, especially when you don't understand, because most people won't relate to your experience. Like even if you try to explain, people right. would probably, I'm sure people were probably like, what are you talking about? Like, right. That's not <laughs> exactly. They're so, like, uh -uh, that's not that. And because of that, I think majority opinion, including projectors themselves, like yourself, mm -hmm. have, a, have a judgment about it. It's, it feels like a bad thing. And for me, and we'll go into mine next, as a, my type is manifesting generator. But I, I hear that and I'm like, that sounds terrible. That sounds awful. But I know the human design gods say there's no good and no bad. They're just, mm -hmm. it's just is what it is. Tell us why it's not terrible <laughs> for, for the 80% of us that wouldn't understand what you're going through or what projectors go through on a regular basis. The reason that it's not terrible is because, you know, energy is energy and it's just a matter of like how it's designed to work, right? Mm -hmm. And so once you understand what your strategy is, you're able to just work within the strategy. And then there's also an authority, which is another layer, you know, which is helpful to make decisions with. But sticking with the types, there's five types. There's a manifester, there's a generator, and then the hybrid manifesting generator, which is what you are, okay. projector, which is me, and then reflector. And the reflector is actually the most rare. That's 1% of the, of the population. Yeah. And pretty cool. We'll, we'll get to really talk about that because my boyfriend, Justin, is a reflector. How did learning about your type as a projector and the energy, how did that shift the way that you interacted so that you didn't feel invisible, so that you didn't feel that judgment and resentment and bitterness? 
Well, I, I mean, I was able to release a lot of the judgment and bitterness just through the awareness of it. Um, mm, you know, yeah. And then also, you know, just starting to work with the idea of I live in a world of invitations. And mm. so, so for me, I actually started using language that includes that. I invite you to consider, you know, <laughs> you know, right. I, and really looking for what are what are those invitations and reviewing my life and trying to figure out you know what were invitations that I had like how did I get my jobs you know um, right the, you know things like that where it would be like someone would call me up and be like hey who besides you would be perfect for this job and I'd be like nobody I'm perfect nobody <laughs> me I am the one. That's an and invitation. that's the invitation. Right. You know, so, so it's like when I look back on my life, I'm like, oh, okay. You know, right. I am seeing, you know, like all the, and, and invitations for projectors may be few and far between, but it could take one that could take you years. Down the whole you know, line. Yeah. Road, you know, yeah. and so, and, and it's for like the big things, you know, it's like your career, right. your relationships, where you live. Right. So just realizing that and kind of doing a inventory of my, of my history, invitations and, and what does that look like and what does a successful one look like from my past? And, you know, when right. have I tried to, you know, push something and it didn't work and, and right. then just realizing, okay, I live in a world of invitations. You invited me onto this podcast, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, so it's, um, it works. It does. It's in, and the awareness is what also helped you to, uh, what reframe, right? Yes. And because, you know, I think again, like I said, it's like 80% of the world quote unquote, you know, won't, doesn't understand this myself included. And when I first heard about projectors in this, I was like, so do they not get to do anything? And of course that's not true. <laughs> but you know, in my, my brain is pretty literal and I'm like pretty like, like I'm a manifesting generator, which is like doing and all of that. So that's a great example. Thank you for, of like how awareness and acceptance then leads to like so much freedom and release of like judgment and resentment and bitterness, which is so great. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it deepens self-love, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, absolutely. The next one, I guess we can talk about mine next because this was one of the biggest things that helped me. And just back to what you said earlier about how even learning the most basic things about your human design can really open mm-hmm. up a door. So mm-hmm. what really helped me was learning, and would you say type is like one of the first most basic things? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so it's type. So you have, so Mary Jo's a projector and so I'm a manifesting generator and what makes you a manifesting generator is the fact that you have what we call a defined sacral okay. and you have a connection a channel connecting a motor to your throat. So you're a hybrid between actually a manifester and a generator. And right. if we just do a quick little rundown on them, yeah, let's do manifester, that. you know, a manifester is, you know, let's say about 10% of the population and they have an undefined sacral. Mm-hmm. but they have a um, channel that is um, connecting another motor because the sacral is a motor, but like either the emotions or the will heart center or the root connecting to the it to the throat. Right. And that would make you 
a manifester. Okay. And what's their... And the manifestors are here to manifest. They're here to initiate and catalyze others into action. Okay. And, And their strategy is actually to inform other people about what they're about to do because it's going to affect everyone around them. Right. <laughs> and usually what ends up happening is people are like, oh no, what are you up to? You know, my life is going to be changed somehow and they try to stop them. Right. And so, you know, and so then what happens with the manifestor is that, you know, they either, you know, just kind of bull their way through, you know, get angry and be like, you know, I'm doing it my way. It's my way or the highway. Get out of my way. I don't need mm. you. And they don't. Um, you know, but, um, you know, but their life goes smoother when they take the time to inform others, inform other people about what it is they're about to do. Because other people can get on board because they catalyze the other people. They do. Right. And it's mostly so that the other people will stop trying to stop them from doing what they're doing. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I, I'm glad we're talking about manifestors in this way first, because it reminds me for those of you listening who are brand new to human design or even not brand new, because for me, I always have to remind myself the words that are used in human design are not always like the way that most people would define them. And I'm saying this because when I first heard about manifestors and that I was upset that I was not one, you know, (laughs) was because, you know, I always say like, I I manifest, I'm a law of attraction, manifestation queen, you know, and, uh, you know, manifestation and law of attraction and making things happen is very much in the consciousness of a lot of people. So don't think that if you're not a manifester by human design language, it doesn't mean like, oh God, now you like, you can't manifest anything by spiritual consciousness language, right? Right, right. And there's different ways to manifest, right? So man, manifestors yes. manifest in this specific way. So generator, so manifester and then... And generator, yeah. So generators, yeah. so generators and manifesting generators um, mm-hmm. make up together about 70% of the population. And what you both have in common is that defined sacral and the sake that's the, you know, light life force workforce energy that you have consistently, you know, turned on 24 seven. And so the generators and the manifesting generators are really here to do the work of the world and to build things into the material realm and to master, um, you know, what they're here to do and mm-hmm. finding the right work and the right relationships and are really, you know, what is truly most important to a generator. Right. And the difference between a generator and a manifesting generator is that a generator has the defined sacral, but does not have that other channel directly to the throat. And so they have a strategy of waiting to respond but then they have this guttural uh-huh, uh-uh response that they get. And once they're able to tap into that, they can move into, you know, move into action, you know, based on the, that yes response. Right. And, and, but they, once they start, they have an on switch with, but no off switch. So it's like really important to get it Do right. the right work because. Yes. Burn burn themselves out. Yeah, it's hard for them to quit and um, they could burn out. Yeah. The manifesting generator is starts out as a generator. Right. (laughs) So 
you know, so you still need to wait to respond and get that guttural response. You're looking for, you know, some kind of sign in the outside world to respond to, you know, is this right. the right thing for me? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then once you get the yes, you, the manifesting generator can start initiating action and ch check in is this still the right thing? Is this still the right thing? Until you get to what's called this moment of truth. And once you get to that, then it's like you turn into a manifester and then you need to inform people and just go with it. Ooh. But if you get to a point as you're like stepping into it and you get a, uh-uh, it's time to stop. It's time to stop and, and do something else. You can stop. <laughs> right right and and should stop so it's yeah, like generator. um mm -hmm. you know and so that's the primary difference i mean right. the other difference is that a manifesting generator is actually designed to be able to multitask which is something that you know the which other is, types are not which is so funny because yeah like here's the thing that i love about human design too when it comes going back to the whole awareness piece was like mm -hmm. when I was aware, more aware of like my stuff in my design, I would laugh because I'm like, Oh my gosh, I've been like treating people like everyone's like this, you know, like, mm -hmm. cause I can multitask pretty well and I can get a lot of stuff done. And especially mm -hmm. like with Justin, you know, we live together. He's a reflector it teaches me patience essentially, which you, listening, you'll know why once we go into reflectors or like this multitasking, like I can handle so much and I would wonder why other people couldn't. And that's, that sounds worse than how I mean it, but you know, it's like <laughs> in understanding it's like, Oh, this is how I'm designed. Like I'm designed to be able to hold all of this and be able to do this. And people always say to me, like, how do you do so much? And I'm like, I don't know. Why can't you, you know? Um, <laughs> I was also laughing to myself because it's like, I'm some sort of hybrid, which my cousins and I, we, we love like divergent series. And um, so divergents are like, you're a mixture or you're, you're more than one of mm. the, of the factions. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was like, I, I of course would be divergent or, you know, I'm always like some sort of hybrid of something. So I'm just laughing about that. Well, you also, you also have the channel of keeping busy, so. Oh, well, that's see. And thank you so much for, for saying that. That reminds me. I wanted to just note, listening, don't feel so like you have to understand what everything means in terms of, like, channels and gates. Again, like we said, this is a really complicated system. And I, in the show notes, I'll include, I'll include my, my human design chart so you can just kind of see how complicated and detailed it is. Um, but for all intents and purposes, we're going to go over like the, the main things, but I know Mar Mary Jo has to mention some other things because it's not like a one size fits all response for anything I'm going to ask. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, but like, I just, for myself and for anyone listening, like, don't feel like you have to grasp every, every single concept because you can look into it or even book your own reading to learn more. I think, did we just need to go over reflector as a type, right? Correct. Okay. So reflectors, which are the, the moon babies, right? The special, mm -hmm. special 1%, <laughs> mm -hmm. which Justin is one. And if you've been listening to the show, you've already, you've heard him on the show already. Tell us about reflectors a little bit. So reflectors are, you know, sort of like the canary in the coal mine, if you will, they're 1% of the population and they are, um, 
what is called completely um, open or undefined. So they don't have any of the nine centers defined. And so what that means is that they are taking in energy from everywhere and everyone that they come in contact with mm. all the time. And they are like the cosmic mirrors and mm -hmm. they're just reflecting back to everybody you know their energy and so the reason they're the canary in the coal mine is because you know their health and well-being is a reflection of the health and well-being of the community that they're in and the people that they're with or the environment that they're in mm. and what's something well even just the awareness of that i know when when justin had his reading I mean, he says it all the time now, Mary Jo. I think I've said this before, but like yesterday alone, he said, well, you know, since I'm a reflector, blah, blah, blah. He said it like at least five times. <laughs> <laughs> so I know the awareness and it's, here's the thing too that I'm learning about human design. Like when it's not you, or at least for me, like when it's not me, it's just really hard for me to understand because like I'm so wired the way that I am in my design. And so I, I kept trying to understand reflectors. And even today, listening to you explain it right now, I still mm -hmm. can't fully grasp what it's like to be a reflector. No. Right? Most people can't because, you know. Right. They're 1%. But to see how much Justin was able to just really, like such a weight was taken off of him at mm -hmm. just knowing that he was a reflector and what the heck that meant. Yeah, I mean, and, talk about acceptance, right? Yes, and he and self love, and and he sometimes will go to some place, like even the supermarket, let's say, and he'll just be like, he'll just pause, and I'll say, "Are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm just absorbing everything right now." And I, <laughs> but like, it's just good for him to know because he's able to now like be patient with himself and just understand what the heck is happening inside of him mm -hmm. instead of like being really. I don't know, just confused most of the time, probably, or like, what's really happening? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot more we can say, but I think the, the, the types might pop in as we go through, because I want to definitely talk about authority, because mm -hmm. authority was also a huge basic concept for me to, when I understood mine and other people's, I was like, oh my gosh. And then I know we also wanted to talk about profiles. So can you tell us about authority and like how many kinds there are? Yeah, so I'm going to try to top line this one really quickly if we can. Um, yeah. You know, maybe that'll be helpful because, you know, we don't want to run on forever. Um, but the, you know, there's like six major authorities and, you know, what the authorities are all about is really this sort of internal decision-making mechanism that you have and half the population is emotionally emotionally defined authorities and so so basically what that means is that when you have a defined emotional solar plexus you are um your emotions are going in a wave pattern and depending on which circuit and we're not going to get into that you know it, <laughs> yeah <laughs> on how they run but um but basically if you're emotionally defined you need to um learn how to ride the wave and just get to this still point where you can get to your clarity and you know it's 
down in your belly and and mm -hmm. different from the sacral but it's still you know it's still in the body and what i think the really the big takeaway from an authority standpoint in human design is that for the most part you know no one is making decisions with their mind mm -hmm. it's somewhere in the body whether that is your emotions your sacral your spleen your heart you know um, or even, you know, sort of like yourself center. And when you do have what's called outer authority, it's the reflectors or someone who just has definition in their, you know, like their, their mind and crown centers and no mm. other definition. Right. And so, you know, so, and generators have that, you know, sacral definition already. And some of them have just the sacral if their emotion you know, the emotional solar plexus is, is undefined. They may have sacral authority. And so that uh -huh, uh -huh, gut response is there. Right. But then they could also have splenic, which is like this intuitive, um, you know, uh, intuitive, um, <laughs> like having a sense of either, you know, instinct or, Mm -hmm. taste or smell or sound like you know those little like like a five sense instinct like, yeah yeah kind of mm -hmm. like you know hits that you get like does this smell right does this yeah exactly taste funny yeah 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 <laughs> um you know and so you know so you could have that and then you know or you know if it's more like you know from your your heart or will center then it's really about like what you you know what you desire most what your heart really wants um you know mm -hmm. and then with the self that's um you know also called like the g center identity there's different nomenclature depending on who you're who following you yeah um but that it's really in the center of you know your heart and and it's just this really sort of soft recognition you know mm -hmm. just like you know, as gentle as like a delicate flower opening mm. or closing, you know, is it opening up to the opportunity or is it closing down on the opportunity? And it's mm -hmm. just a really very gentle, um, you know, gentle. Yeah. Having inner knowing, but that's what these really are about. Yeah. I, and I love, I love that the reason why, and you said like 50% is emotional. And so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all the, uh, that's most, and then all the other ones are like, it's obvious. Then it goes down from there. So it's like, yeah. you know, emotional, then it's sacral, then splenic, you know. I mean, right, right. So yeah. most people make decisions the emotion from the emotional way, meaning they mm -hmm. have to actually, and I, I loved this. I, I'm not an emotional, I'm a sacral, but it helped me understand like most people <laughs> because it's like 50%. <laughs> like you have to ride the whole wave. You have to go to the highest high and the lowest low until you get to this stillness. Mm -hmm. um, and I loved when you explained that to me before, because it was like, when it's the highest high, that's sometimes where you get the buyer's remorse. Because when you make a decision on the high, you can like go back down and like feel mm -hmm. like, oh crap, why did I do that? Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. So it's best to like ride the wave and, and it takes however long it takes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the advice there is really sleep on it. Have sleep patience. On it. Don't be yeah. spontaneous, you know. Um, yeah. Just wait, wait and see the next day. Does it still, right. like, Does it you know, still are you still good? as excited about it or is it like, oh no, that's the worst idea ever? Right, right. 
And that helped me because as a sacral, you know, I have access to this just gut response. And Mm -hmm. it's so, it can be so quick. Like, you know, I need something to respond to, but I can easily be like, oh yeah. And that helped me accept and have awareness for myself and like, you know, this gift that it is. But Mm -hmm. it also helped me have awareness and accept other people. Because I used to always be like, why don't you just know if you want to do it or not? Or why don't you just know? Like, I couldn't understand why other people don't just know the way that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really have, sometimes I don't really have a lot of words or like research to explain why I want to do something or why I've chosen something or why I've said yes or no. It's like, I just know it in my gut. Right. And I didn't realize that not everyone literally. was like that. Yeah, it's literally in my gut. And I didn't realize that not everyone has that so and Justin as a reflector Mm -hmm. has like you know has the 28 day moon cycle yep thank you for bringing that up because I was going to (laughs) say this is this is how human design helped me really understand how much patience I get to have with my partner because I will know yes or no right away and with Justin it's like he needs to really ride the whole moon cycle (laughs) um, (laughs) to come to a place where it's like, okay, I can make this decision. So I've learned, I've learned a lot of patience, (laughs) which is great, which is totally great. And again, we could like, literally we could spend hours on each different thing, but I do want to talk about profiles because that was also the other basic concept that just, blew me away and we don't have to go into the details of every single one but I would love to I would (laughs) like talk about yours and mine and then we also have that connection because of the three Mm -hmm. so so for first I want to with profiles right it's basically two numbers Mm -hmm. so it's like you're a you're a three five which is what I am and it looks like three slash five yeah you are a, a one three I'm a one three. Yeah. So, have so the yeah, tell us about. Mm-hmm. So they're actually, they're determined by the placement of um, the lines. Um, remember we were talking about like the hexagram and the DNA. And mm-hmm. so, you know, in the, the gates, there are 64 of those and then there's six lines. And so the lines, um, the profile is determined by the placement of the line numbers that are in your conscious and unconscious sun and earth. And mm. so in your chart, and, and there's three different types. There's personal, fixed, and interpersonal. And you and I both have what's called personal um, profiles. And, and so that's really more about, you know, we're here to just kind of like, you know, do our own thing and explore <laughs> the right. world, you know, and learn along the way. And the three that connects us is um, this whole idea of being like an experiential learner we mm-hmm. learn by trial and error you know and and it's just kind of like bumping into things in life and um you have it consciously you're a three five i'm a one three so it's in your conscious sun and earth and and for me it's unconscious right and so, so the difference there is that you know you would be like yeah that's how i learn i just you know roll with it and go with the flow learn what i do and then you know dust off and try again Right. 
Right. You know? And whereas me, I'm like, why am I always like, you know, you know, trying to have to do things over again? And why can't I just get it right the first time? Ah, you know? Right. Right. But what, but now that you know that it's but now that I know again, it's more just, awareness that's, and that's acceptance. How you are. And then yeah. where we di- where we differ is for me, I'm a one, which is the first, the foundational line. That's my conscious, um, you know, sun and earth and that's about being this you know investigator and like really needing to get to the bottom of things you know get to the foundation really embody the information so that um you know i have this sense of like safety and yeah you know and and you know once i feel like okay i've really really gotten it then it's like okay i can go out and you know use it but you know it's like i'm just like you know, an eternal student, you know, right. things, digging deeper, needing to know more, you know, it's like, the, you know. And um, I'm sure a lot of people listening that are hearing this, that are a one are probably like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. Whereas and, for and me, you can have that conscious or unconscious as well. Right. Conscious or unconscious. Mm-hmm. Whereas me, you know, as a three consciously, I'm kind of like, that sounds like a lot of work. Let's yeah. just try, like, just try it. Just see what happens. And that's kind of me as a three, right? It's this right. natural right. tendency to trial and error. And um, this helped me a lot to, one, accept myself and then also understand other people. And I think about people who, even if I don't know what their human design is, I imagine like, oh, they're probably more of that investigator, researcher, where, mm-hmm. whereas I'm more of like, just try it, just try it, just do it, see what happens. And like, Usually the people that are the investigators look at me like, are you crazy? Like, why would I do that? I need to research it first or something. And I just wanted to clarify too the the conscious and unconscious. So mm-hmm. the first number is the conscious. So like you're a one, three. So mm-hmm. the one is conscious, the three is unconscious. And like mm-hmm. for me, I'm a three, five. So my three is conscious. I'm, a, I'm well aware that I am a mm-hmm. trial and error person. <laughs> um, and then my five is unconscious, which mm-hmm. we can talk about that next and it's cool because Mary Jo and I have this like a little bit of like an I don't know if if what I'm saying would be right but there's a connection there because the three connects us like in a way where we understand each other on a deeper level just naturally right like there's that whether it's spoken or unspoken or Mm -hmm. yeah the resonance that's a good word I was looking for a word like that, so I'm glad. <laughs> That's the yeah. technical term. <laughs> okay, so there's a resonance there. Yeah. Of course, we're not going to go through every single one, but how many profiles are there? Twelve. Twelve profiles, yeah. So see, you could be one of 12, and there's, you know, again, an hour that we can at least spend on each number. So let's talk about the five a little bit, because that was so, so healing mm. for me mm-hmm. when you – and I think that's – what's really one of the really healing things about human design is back to the piece that you said, awareness, mm-hmm. acceptance, especially around the unconscious stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I remember, and we don't have time to go into all the details, but I remember when you pointed out some unconscious stuff, when you did a relationship reading for me and Justin mm-hmm. and cause I was witnessing when you pointed an unconscious thing out for him and it, it just sheds such a layer and takes such a weight off to be like, to hear these words and to feel mm-hmm. so seen and understood, like maybe for the first time in that way, you know? Mm-hmm. So the five again, well, I'm going to say my understanding of it. And then 
Okay. You can fill in the holes. Um, Cause I will probably, well, let's see, let's see what happens. So when I, when you told me about the five, I don't remember like what it was called or anything, but it essentially the thing about the five is that energetically people will naturally project onto me that mm-hmm. I can save them or that I need to save them. Yeah. That I can rescue them in some way. Mm -hmm. And because of that projection, I tend to feel invisible a lot. Yeah, that you're that you're not being seen for who you are. For who I am. That the people are projecting onto you, you know, sort of like that you're gonna be be able to help rescue or save them or you're gonna guide them or teach them something and and then it's all them. <laughs> right, right, you know, right. That they see in you what they want to see in you. And so, yeah, so you will feel invisible because yeah. they're not seeing who you are for who you are. They're seeing who you are for what they want you to be to them. Right. And that was so healing to even, even when you said that to me and even in this moment, because it's like, I felt like seen, <laughs> which is, <laughs> and realizing that a lot of my you know, melancholy and sadness and, and resentment even comes from not feeling seen. And I wasn't able to put it into words or to describe because it was so in that kind of unconscious realm. Mm. I couldn't understand why I was having challenges that I was having, which we could talk for three whole days about those challenges, which we won't. <laughs> um, but it was just, yeah, it was just really helpful to know that. And, you know, the solution was, again, like with human design, there's no good or bad, was just for me to really keep myself clean of it and, and have, it encouraged me to have even healthier boundaries and mm-hmm. to even be aware that this is something that happens often. Because I used to think that it just meant like, am I being a bad friend? Like, why don't people see me? Like, I don't, I didn't, I couldn't put it in those words at the time, but I was like, Mm -hmm, why mm -hmm. do I feel so disconnected? And why do I feel so unhappy in this relationship? And I don't even just mean romantic. I mean like friendship, Mm -hmm. coaching, client, Mm -hmm. any relationship. And so having the awareness for that really freed up a lot of that energy and allowed me to step into my power even more mm. to keep myself clean of that, mm-hmm. that projection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just yeah. being aware of the fact that, you know, fives do live in a projection field. And so, you know, just make sure that you, you're aware and also that you don't buy into it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, And it, it, it helped me too. Cause I used to be, I think defensive to a fault of that unconsciously. Mm-hmm. So I would like push people away or pull out or pull away. Mm-hmm. Um, but at my own expense, because it's like, I love people and I love connecting. And so it was like this, this problem that I had that I didn't even know that I had, but just having awareness and acceptance around it, I'm able to just spot it and be like, oh, okay, this person is probably projecting onto me and I don't have to buy into it. Um, mm-hmm. And I can just be who I am. And like, that became more of like, I'm learning how to increase my skills to be able to navigate this projection field as, mm-hmm. as it's called. So those are profiles. So we did a lot today. Yes, we covered a lot, very surface territory. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. We covered so much and- And so little. <laughs> and so little, exactly. It's like we barely just dipped our toes. Again, like 
Mary Jo is a wealth of information. When I have my readings with her, I learn something new every time. And even on this recording alone, this conversation alone, I learned even deeper layers. So, you know, human design is truly the gift that keeps on giving. And I'm so excited, Mary Jo, because you are available to give readings. So um, tell us what we need to know if this is something we're interested interested in. in. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think the easiest thing to do is just to go to um, MaryJoCoaching.com. That's M-A-R-Y-J-O coaching.com and, um, and just check out, you know, check out the options. Yeah. Um, Yeah. You know, because they, they kind of shift and change. So I just, you know, whatever is the latest and greatest at the time will be the latest and greatest. And, um, you know, you can kind of go as, basic or or as deep as you want um Mm -hmm. and and just know that you know really getting to know yourself first is probably the most important thing and then branch out to understanding you know your other people yeah but like you know first get to know yourself (laughs) that would that would be kind of like you know you know you haven't asked me for a takeaway but i would say that that would be the first thing it's like just know you <laughs> well it's so funny I would that was going to be my next question for like a takeaway so <laughs> thank you um for reading my mind um <laughs> but but absolutely and here's the thing like I had my first reading with you months ago and I am still like Justin and I still talk about it mm-hmm. and we're still we still like continue to peel back layers and I still look back on my notes that I took from the reading I even re-listened to one of, one of them <laughs> and pulled out so much more. Um, and that's how this works generally, right? Like people need mm-hmm. to, you, like first you have the awareness yeah. and then you have the acceptance where, whenever the acceptance does come. But the awareness will start to open up a lot of ahas in life. Mm-hmm. At least that's what happened for me mm-hmm. um, and for Justin and for you too, I'm assuming. Like yeah, it's just like absolutely. these aha, like mm-hmm. seeing Oh yeah, of course. Like when you said, like you notice all these invitations everywhere, like, oh, whoa, like that's an invitation. That's why that feels good to respond to or like something I can respond to. Yeah. So um, even listening to this, I'm sure you'll go out after this is over, you'll continue your life and start to notice some ah ahas, but it would be really good to get to know your own chart, your own design. And then I definitely recommend having Mary Jo explain some of it because you can research it and you can look it up and and all that stuff, but there's nothing like having someone just kind of there for you to ask questions and explain (laughs) some of these aspects. Before we kind of wrap, is there anything else you'd you'd like to, to leave us all with before we go? Mary Jo? I think one thing that it sounded like you were starting to try to talk about was also like the integration of it, you know, like, you know, you've got the awareness and the acceptance, but then the integration, like testing it out once you learn what your type and strategy and authority are, you know, start actually playing around with that and living it. And as you, you know, see how it works and things just start opening up, you know, feels like magic almost it does um, you know then then you learn to really trust it and and that's where the real fun begins yes yes thank you for hearing that i was trying to say that and for explaining it because that is where the magic happens and i definitely want to say cuz a lot of 
the aspects in human design may or may not go against like social conditioning. Mm -hmm. So, right. Like I learned that about me and not to go into a whole other topic, but like when you listening, like learn about it, it, it can feel sometimes like the opposite of what you're conditioned to believe and know about the world and how it's supposed to work. And that those like for me, when it was the opposite of conditioning, those were harder pills for me to swallow. But Mm. to Mary Jo, what you just said, when I practiced with the integration and Mm -hmm. actually tried some things on and switched things up little by little, Mm -hmm. so much freed up. And that really helped me buy into it more Mm -hmm. and, and, and let the magic happen instead of like, my mind fighting the idea so much because it's right. you know, social conditioning. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a whole topic in itself, but hopefully hopefully that makes sense. And, you know, Mary Jo, we'll probably just have to have you back again to like, take it even deeper, you know, once, <laughs> once um, our listeners listen and maybe there's some questions arise and we'll have to do like a, a part two or something. Okay. Um, but thank you so much for being here again. You're so awesome. I'm so happy to have found you and to share you with the Courageous Self-Love crew and listeners. Just thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Amelia. I am so honored and just really, like I said, uh, your, your enthusiasm for this is infectious and, um, and I just like, just really happy. Oh, yes, you're welcome. You're welcome, you're welcome. So again, MaryJoCoaching.com. I'll put the link in the show notes. Check out the services. Check out Mary Jo's work. Learn more about human design. Thank you for listening. This has been Courageous Self-Love. I'm your host, Amelia Fortes, and catch you on the next episode. Hey, if you're loving the show, make sure you become a patron. For as little as $2 a month, you can get episodes where you can't get anywhere else. Go to patreon.com slash theameliafortes. I'm going mad